0: The Discovery Podcast, which I almost called the Doctor Who Podcast. This is The Doctor here with Herosia, (laughs) Joseph, and Parrish to discuss the last three episodes of Star Trek Discovery and our overall impressions of season three. (sighs) Because I came in on a hundred on the Doctor Who Podcast, I'm going to open up the floor to my lovely co-hosts to tell me their opinions of these last three episodes in specifically and in the very last season in general or the overall season in general these last episodes remember when we said this hope is you where's part two yeah that will be the last end of it but these three episodes were call which is where they go into the nebula to find the source of the burn and they find the source of the burn is a kelpian who was born there whose dna was corrupted by being inside of there and who screams at the death of his mother actually triggered the burn because it traveled through the dilithium on a subspace frequency and destroyed everything. There's a tide where Syria basically captures the discovery and tries to meet with Admiral Vance and that hope is you where we deal with the solution of the burn and the Emerald chain. And now I'm going to turn it over to you guys because I was about to start saying something, but I said, I would open the floor, to my lovely co-hosts, to tell us their thoughts.
1: Okay, let me. I'm gonna go first. I got like six points. All right. Because yes, yes, <laughs> go for it. All right.
2: Yeah, first... I, was, I, was, I was, gonna see the floor to you anyway. Like I, I wanted to know what you thought. <laughs>
1: okay, first, first is car finds out what happens when you fuck with cats. That's <laughs> that's my first point. Uh, two, when discovery rolls back. Like, when uh, Michael uh, reactivated the computer, I felt the relief of the crew, like, when I felt the relief when I went from Windows 10 back to Windows 7. Like, <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I felt like. I, I, I felt that. Uh, three, uh, so I guess we know why they weren't able to duplicate the spore drive, because that really was a hanging thread. It's because it's hard against first and so they, they answered that question, which they could have answered earlier in the season, but they answered it here in the last three. Uh, four, uh, Zora the Spear Daddy. They, they got to pick up that storyline because she's sentient. They know she's sentient, and they act- reactivated that bot stuff, which was a very, very cute sequence. Uh, five, uh, I can't believe they made the Emerald Chain the big bad. I was really hoping for a time twist. But it is what it is. Um, and six the trills are either mad liars or they don't know all the things about the symbionts because that as much as I like Gray, um, I, I like that character, it did not make sense for the hollow the hollow, very sophisticated hologram to pick up that sentient life form, if you will. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and my last point is oh, die hard in space. Um, the only thing is I wish it she was still shoe loose without shoes uh, for, the rest, the... Yeah. Yeah. for the, the rest of it. the the yeah yeah for the rest of the episode it, it would have been pretty perfect but die hard in space <laughs> um but well the, the the summing up the the last three episodes felt like the previous two seasons it felt almost kind of totally disconnected from the rest of the season mm-hmm. um which kind of brings the issue and i guess the way they tied everything up so neatly in a bow it it is something that we talked about how they shifted from being like this very long series kind of arc going on, maybe a couple different storylines that tie in at the end of the season uh for discovery and going back to episodic. And I guess that's that's what they're gonna do. Um they got a mission, they're gonna be great captains or diethilium transporters for the Federation. And so I guess they're gonna go back to episodic, which is which is fine if that's the direction they're going. It just the shift was very awkward for me personally. I did enjoy these last three episodes. I still enjoy the season overall, but it's kind of like a miss. I would say it's like a a C plus, B minus for me for the whole season.
0: Okay. Let's go to Joseph. What are your thoughts, Joseph?
3: Okay. Um, I'm probably going to be the outlier uh, because for all intents and purposes, I enjoyed those, those last three episodes. I thought they were... I thought the the ending arc of season three was done well um you know i did have some a few quibbles you know uh, but i'm sure we'll get to that later but you know i i think it ended pretty much how it had to end with burnham in the chair because i think these three seasons were her story arc and i do like roja said i think it was building up to it is building up to making this a uh, more episodic series which you know kind of sounds like something somebody said a little while ago i don't know who that was hmm wonder hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i did and sukal was kind of rough the first time i watched it because i really wanted him to shut up <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just a baby abandoned baby my lord
3: yeah, yeah, it, it was it was it was great in my nerves. I think it may have just been the work that I was dealing with, but after I rewatched it, you know, I I began to appreciate him a bit more. Well, appreciate is a bit stronger of a word, but he didn't grate my nerves as much. Let's put it like that. It was, it was great to see, you know. Doug Jones out of the kelpian makeup.
0: Can you imagine how much of a relief that was for him? I'm like, because most of his acting career has been playing creatures, so he's right. been in makeup chairs for probably, I would argue, the bulk of his career. So can you imagine when they say, "Guess what, Doug? No makeup today." How happy oh. he must have been not to to get up at like two a.m. to get that shit put on him.
3: Although he did he did have to wear a wig because he is bald. Yeah, the...
0: <laughs> But it looked good. It looked natural.
3: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that.
0: Yeah.
3: Um the the tete tete between Osira and and Tilly was kinda of fun. Uh Tilly was a little bit out of her depth. But you know, Clearly. she gave the old college try. Mm-hmm. I mean can't just come for the queen and expect to hit it you're not gonna get it um that rhymed the tete-a-tete between vance and Osiris, on the other hand that was woo.
0: that was that was
3: vance smacked her down pretty hard (laughs) yeah that
2: was the main event
0: she came in just thinking she had it and then she he was like okay yeah this is good so after your trial she's after my what Mm -hmm. (laughs) like motherfucker, say what
3: (laughs) (laughs) Where they were mad about what some some people were mad about, was like, are you kidding me?
0: Oh, the she, shit she done pulled? pulled, she gotta go to jail. She
3: was, a, she was a goddamn criminal, send her ass to jail forever. And
0: you're
1: going to jail,
3: Greg. No, sorry,
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's something I saw in my timeline that is it, it still within, like, kind of Star Trek ethos. This happened with uh Kai Wynn when Major Kira was like, Okay, thank you for all this, but
0: but your you ass still is going to go.
1: jail, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And she was like, yep no 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 <laughs> no Which is the same thing Osiris was doing so i i like that i like that vance was like he another thing i saw was like he read the terms and conditions of the treaty and mm-hmm. stuff but he was like yeah this is great this is great you you got all, everybody on board great 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 but um yeah that slavery and in violating the prime directive and all this stuff yeah you, you no i'm sorry yeah you you, you got to go
3: it was great to see Kenneth Mitchell too. Hmm. Um, he, you know, he was a Klingon. Um, I don't remember which Klingon he played, but he played
1: know. the sign on the, on the, um, on the planet.
3: That guy. Yes. Yeah.
1: And he also played another Klingon like council member. He's, he's done a couple different Klingons on okay. the show.
3: Yeah. It was good to see him actually, you know, out of makeup as well and i hope they keep him as long as the als allows him to continue on uh because he he could be a a decent addition to the show and Stamus needs to just man up all right i'm done oh my
0: god Stamus. okay i said i was gonna wait Parrish, what were your thoughts
2: wow you guys said a lot of things i was thinking um I, i i definitely agree with you roja about I enjoyed the, I've really enjoyed these last three episodes, but they did not work with the season. It, it just, it was a different tone. It had a different energy. Um, yeah, it, it just, it just felt totally different. It, it um, felt
1: like it was done in two parts. Like they did the first season one way and then the last three were like done differently. And I don't know if it's because they had the, the TV movie, which was the the Mirror Universe movie. And then they had the season finale so i don't know how they broke the this season
0: mm-hmm.
1: because it seems like different chunks worked very well but altogether it wasn't very cohesive
2: um i didn't I, I wasn't feeling the burn being the result of screams in the beginning but i think that's because discovery has been sort of an odd duck in the way that they've kind of structured their narrative um I, Star Trek, it's like it's typical Star Trek that something that you would think of as as relatively mon- mundane has like galactic consequences. So, I it it didn't it didn't rub me very well the first time, but then I kind of relaxed in the second viewing. It was like, okay, this is Star Trek. Like, let's not take let's not you know take this that that seriously.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. And it and it it, it, it again it just felt kind of right after that. Um the yeah i think the i think the Trello lying to answer your question the um,
1: are mad fucking liars come on yeah. now the trailer... and don't get me wrong i i understand why they're doing it because they stated in d space nine the simians will become a commodity and people will be just trading them around like whoop a doo because people think it is a way to be immortal
2: be immortal mm-hmm.
1: but i i think they're gonna have to when they start coming back in the federation they're gonna have to pull homegirl aside and be like. Whisper, 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 and like keep her in the loop. I think that has to be a storyline for next season.
2: And I'm wondering if that is sort of the build that we're not going to, the, the build up that we're not going to, that we're going to, we're not going to see coming. Like that may be a plot line is coming out of any, coming, that's coming out of nowhere because the Trill have stated that they have a vested, repeatedly that they have a, a vested interest in guarding the secrets of, 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 their relationship. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Gray's it, not the only host, you know. That's in the tall. Mm-hmm. So, that, what about the other talls? What about the other hosts? Are they going to want to come out and play? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know, it reminds me of. Um, I don't know if anybody besides me watches the One Hundred with the uh, with the chip that that gets installed in the uh, the leader.
1: I saw that up to that part. Um, yeah go got killed. yeah,
2: yeah yeah, and then there was one one version of that uh, of the leader that uh was a problem and uh-huh. decided to be a problem when they got to the next planet. yeah. yeah. so yeah, I could see uh, I could see a fair degree of, of chaos coming out of that situation and I think that may be one of those things that you're just gonna let simmer and then it'll it'll come out later in the show. Which I'm I'm looking forward to because I love the troll. So, um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, I, again, you guys made some great points. Um, and I I won't go over them again. Those are the those are the two that I think stuck out to me the most. Um, that weren't mentioned.
0: Okay, here I, I'm coming in on hundred again.
3: Here we go, ding ding ding.
0: The the episodes were entertaining. They were not well written. In terms of the narrative line. Sakal so could have been introduced a very different way. It felt like they were running out of time, running out of writing. I don't know if it had to do with COVID, and they it felt rushed. It felt like people were rushing at the back end of a pandemic to write something and just threw that in there. It just did. It was it was a simple fix. The situation with Gray, I'm glad Gray got more screen time. I love the idea of the family. However, they're going to have to write something about the trail because of how they did this, because Grey being a, ap- appearing to everybody made no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. I did not like the haphazard rushed way they wrote um, Saru out and Michael in as captain. I felt like that did a disservice. It makes no sense that Vance would take her and put her in charge when she had basically been demoted for doing bullshit. Especially when you have Tilly, who I'm not saying should have been the captain, but if you're gonna pick a captain, you probably should have put her ass in the seat based on how you wrote this season.
3: But and do you feel, have to let, think. let me finish. Let me finish.
0: Let me finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I feel like that's a disservice to Michael's character. Had you been writing it as the season went along, Vance was loosening his grip and really recognizing the advantage of Michael's approach to solving problems now. Okay. But you never did that up until they left. He was on Michael's ass and then suddenly at the back end of it, because of a help. Be- yes. She saved the ship. You saving a ship does not mean you get bumped all the way up to captain like that. When every other decision that you've made has been fucking reckless and it's only by luck that those decisions came out. Okay. My situation on navarre that was luck. That was fucking luck that that worked out like that. It just was. It was fucking luck that her mother got them to show up for them when Osara showed up at the Federation with Discovery in tow. Okay, when she called her mama, I was
1: like, I've done that phone call personally myself, but Mm -hmm. I kept thinking of from the Cosby show, Mm -hmm. when Miss Doctor, you know, she was yelling at Denise. I kept thinking here in Baltimore the whole time she was having that conversation. Cause her mama told her this burnt thing that you're going after this need for you to solve this great mystery. You're asserting yourself as the only individual who can do all these things. It's going to
0: bite you in the goddamn ass. And it never bit her in the goddamn ass.
1: It never did. It never did so i expected her I'm, I'm i don't know why her the actress that plays her mom wasn't able to show up but i expected her mom to maybe show up but not with the whole fleet
0: mm-hmm. but to be yelling at michael like i told your ass mm-hmm. now Paris, i'm here because you're my child but i told your ass right paris you were about to say something i apologize
2: no it, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the thing about saru um because that that point slipped my mind when i was talking about my impressions on the episode it was ridiculous the way that they wrote Saru out.
0: I, Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Really, made no sense.
2: That really bothered me. And then following the logic from the last podcast we had um, where we talked about Tilly being promoted, I, I don't understand why Admiral Vance wouldn't have taken this as, as an opportunity to install another captain.
0: Thank He would have. The Vance we were introduced to this entire season up until these last few episodes absolutely would have put a 31st century captain in the fucking Discovery Captain's chair. He would not have put a 900 plus year old captain who's unaware of the individual who's unaware of current rules in that fucking Captain's chair, which leads me to my Who is next- Who was a hothead point. on top of that. Which leads uh-uh. me to my next point, the sphere data it was a literal deus ex machina they did nothing with it of significance they kind of seeded like they were at the beginning of the season and then they did shit all with it at the end of the season stamets regressing to being a dick because a decision that had to be made was made they regressed his character growth he would have been upset in the in the in the short term but Mm -hmm. in the long term he would have understood So Sam is being a pissy shit at the end of the season. They regressed his character. It was bullshit. And I don't appreciate them doing that to his character. It was bullshit.
1: But I did appreciate that character moment where he basically said something that when... When someone has a plan and it goes well, everyone's for it. Mm -hmm. But when shit hits the fan, that inside voice comes out. And I appreciate that he said that inside voice because that's the one thread they started at the beginning of the season Mm -hmm. that they didn't really carry too much through where maybe some people regretted coming forward. Mm -hmm. Or maybe not everyone agreed to come forward because they couldn't get out before the whole big old battle happened. Mm -hmm. So I, I appreciate them him saying that as something that should have been dealt with earlier, mm-hmm. but I, I appreciate them saying that because it was an emotional thing. He was angry, and that if you want to hurt somebody, he was trying to hurt Michael because he was pissed. Which... But him being a shit at the end mm-hmm. was something that fans agreed with that decision. Like, no, you, motherfucker, you gotta you gotta go to the back of the house all the way out of here because you're the key to everything here.
2: Yeah, and... which is not something which is something he knows already. Right, he yes. said that he's beating people over the head with how important he is. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: And now all of a sudden he decides he wants to say no. I no. I need to stay on this ship because Adira and 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 God, I can't remember his name already. uh, Hugh.
0: You can't be forgetting my baby. You can't be forgetting my Hugh now. Come on now. (laughs) Which brings me to Deus Ex Machina 2. I love David Ayala. But then writing in that suddenly because Book is empathic he can control the fucking spore drive. Seriously they should have some scenes earlier
1: when he was like helping them in the, the there was like an episode before where maybe the sport drive just activates around him Yeah. because they have that garden thing.
0: Because he's know? been in like, that
1: room oh. he's been in that room for how long on the ship? Yeah, uh, how long on the ship? Like our, when they were uh, doing the whole earth thing and he might have been in the area and like oh that's kind of weird what's going on over here and just kind of teasing that throughout the seasons
0: to where you're yeah. like it would have made sense. Oh, he can talk to these to these motherfuckers. I'll even argue yeah. you could have seeded it when Asira Asira was torturing him in the med bay because you could see yeah. his head start to light up. You could have se- we could have seen the spore drive starting to activate. Even starting that would have worked. Yeah. But just all of a sudden at the end, this doctor, the scientist from the Emerald Chain said, Oh yeah, he can do it. Since when? Which-
2: Right, which is, yeah. I mean, his job was to prod and poke at these people to figure these things out. And so he it had... could have been. Oh,
0: sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, honey. Sorry, sorry. No,
2: go ahead. They 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 could have done more to get at that. I don't have a problem with him being able to to talk to the sports drive in and of itself. I needed they needed somebody else besides Stamets who could do it. Like the, they needed that. But, you know, just to throw that in there, when you had him. For an entire season it didn't even didn't even come close to discussing
3: it. it's sort of yeah so that that begs the question you know what would have happened if and you know i know we are in the era of shorter episodes i mean shorter season, um seasonal episodes what would would they have been able to do better with more episodes
0: no i don't think that was the problem i think the overall story was the issue mm-hmm. And I feel like the they burn wrote the was, they, they the wasn't the, the compelling. The burn wasn't compelling, and it it wasn't thirteen episodes of anything. It should never have been thirteen episodes of anything.
1: And overall, it does not make sense that the Federation or anybody else, Emerald Chain or anybody, would have just gone all over for the past hundred years trying to figure this stuff out and and discovery in like you know
0: almost like two weeks, you know, television times. This the way they've done it. I've uh, solved it. It right. wouldn't have made sense. You can't tell me that that happened and that the Federation hadn't spent some time before the world started pulling away looking into it. That, that just... It doesn't work.
2: Is and it- even if it was one of those situations where... So the thing that I, I think that unravels it the most is that we we had some impression that certain parties knew what was going on with the burn but that never materialized into an an actual conspiracy. It was like, oh, well, we're just covering it up because we don't really want to go down that road. And that that doesn't make any sense to me, particularly with Navarre. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be, it would would make more sense narratively if someone knew what happened, but then they were sweeping it all under the rug and then there was a huge conspiracy about it.
1: It wouldn't make sense if, if someone rescued that vessel and they found that kid and they realized what happened, but they couldn't get that dilithium. And they just didn't have the technology to get the dilithium. They were able to get the kid out. They were able to give them some of themselves out, but they couldn't go back into that nebula with that dilithium. And so they like covered it up because this kit's now potentially a weapon. And two, there's a big mass of dilithium that could, even though no one can get to it, people are gonna still fight a world war to get to it, to that resource. That would have made sense. Mm-hmm. And that vessel could have still been making that signal, and Discovery could have just somehow, because it was um, Saru's species, uh, went to try to solve the mystery and unravel that that mysterious threat. Like, there was this crash, there was this research group, there's all this dilithium, like, what the hell happened here? What's going on? What are you guys covering up? hmm Yeah. I still enjoy the season and the episodes. It's just there's these, we were used to better storytelling for the first two seasons, and I don't know what happened here in this third season. And I understand they were trying to do a lot with moving forward and making new canon. It's just, I
2: don't know. They could have just done an episodic season with them 900 years in the future. Fish out of water.
0: Fish out of water. And also, all the shit we wanted to see, the adventures of Book and Michael. They could have did that. They could we have went... had a couple episodes of that. Yeah. And we could have not reunited Michael with discovery for many more episodes. So yeah. you could have had an episode with book and Michael and an episode with discovery and you could have just flip flopped it the entire season.
1: The first four seasons of game of Thrones when it was good did that mm-hmm. and did it very well. Yeah. And it can be done. And other, other shows have done this. They They could have done that as well.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean uh, the, the Discovery could have easily been uh found by Navarre.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then so we would have had a uh, book and uh and 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 Burnham at the Federation and
3: Discovery at Navarre.
0: Right. But no, so many
3: done better. and you know what? I as much as I did enjoy um Burnham finally taking the taking the chair. I think they could have done that. You know, like y'all said, they could have done it differently. It could have had a scene with Seru uh, relinquishing command to Vance and recommending that Burnham take the chair. I then would've, that would've made more that conversation would have made more sense.
0: That right there, that is how that could have fixed it for me. It was just, it just it still would make des- sense for me. My, but all I'm saying is Michael deserved better than how they wrote that.
1: I, I, one of the things that really truly bothers me is that the only reason Tilly became number one, it seems story-wise, so that Discovery could get snatched, it seems like they needed to have like an inexperienced or incompetent captain to be snatched by the Emerald Chain. But now, I don't feel that would have been necessary. It still could have
0: happened with a thirty-first century officer. It could have. Uh, it could have happened with any of the other Discovery officers that had been promoted. Yes. Let's say you promote Shikan. Who I feel Mm -hmm. is more experienced than Tilly, right? Yes. As good as she is, she couldn't have anticipated Osira and thirty-first century tactics. It could have, it could have worked that way. Yeah, because no one wanted to jump away. Tilly was waiting to the last minute to jump away, and no one was pressuring her to jump away sooner. So it could have happened to any of them. Also, fuck them for almost killing my girl. You're not gonna try. Y'all gonna stop putting the black women in peril.
1: Yeah, you need to stop doing that, Black Women Saving the, the the Universe here thing. But almost like I was like, I was like, I know you're not going to kill her, but you're you all doing this. I, you guys need to be better at reading the room. This is yeah.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Not only that, but I was a little upset because they're scientists, and this is the thing that's been bothering me with this season. They're not sciencey enough for me. Like they couldn't science them way into like some duct tape, borrowed jet stuff, <laughs> some oxygen mask thing. Because I know if Jet was there, they would have some rinky dinky e. MacGyver oxygen tank things and still, they could have still made it to the nebula thing and still gone out of oxygen or whatever, but they would have had some kind of connection.
0: You just reminded me where the fuck was Jet? They took some of the
1: crew and beamed them over to, as part of the negotiations. But Jet
0: was with Stamus. why would,
1: what the fuck? No, Stamus got snatched by Michael because he was being held as a hostage because he was key to, for the sport drive.
0: Right, I thought Jet was in the room with no. like the bridge crew oh nope nope nope, nope, no. nope, nope, nope okay okay un- okay i got you i got you i got you um yeah They
2: they, they magically removed her because she would have she she would have unraveled the plot that they were you that they were deploying she's she's too competent
0: yeah but back to my girl you put plus there is not enough Brown and dark skin representation in media. We are not risking the only dark skin goddess we have in science fiction right now. That's what we're not gonna uh-uh. fucking do. Uh-uh. You nope. could have sent, I mean, I love Reese and I love Bryce. You could have sent one of them. <laughs>
1: Let's let's, the let's wonder, wonder twins into the into the thing. Yes. Look, because I I, just, we've gotten some, we've
0: gotten background on Avosha Khan and Detmer. Let's get to know Reese and Bryce a little bit more. Let's get to let them do some shit. But it doesn't make any sense that
2: because then we get back to the sphere data. So the ship is conscious. Mm -hmm. and the ship is deploying droids whose job it is to repair the ship Mm -hmm. why would you need human intervention
0: well that was they were trying to get the the ship out of warp yeah I get it
1: but okay I think the spirit data would have been able to spread itself among the dots much better and probably would have been able to do more sabotaging and maybe we could have seen a scene where she was doing that just kept getting boop bop 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 by the regulators but Mm -hmm. they didn't show that right and that was a little disappointing
0: too and and, And mind you they could have been doing that while tilly and crew were fighting their way to the bridge yes fighting
1: their way to the bridge or trying to dismantle the warp drive because the yeah yeah they could have done some other more things with the dot subplot if you will But the other thing that bothered me was that uh, the osiris Emerald Chain ship was able to snatch Discovery and then they were able to do the spore drive. And I thought, well, isn't there an issue where people can get like turned inside and out? Wasn't that from like the first season? Isn't that still a risk? That's why they have Black Alert and people were like very still every time they go through the spore drive. Like I'm surprised there wasn't bodies all over spewed over the place that...
0: The the Emerald Chain folks totally should have been like demon like fucked all up. spewed away
1: mm-hmm. yes and then you could have had like oh shit my plan is all fucked up now because i didn't know this one thing about this board ride mm-hmm. and now how am i supposed to get into the federation
0: mm-hmm.
1: that would have been more exciting because mm-hmm. then you would have had like a really caged animal here, yeah, a but, very dangerous cage animal. But
0: like I said, these were entertaining episodes. They were exciting compared to the ones that preceded it. But narratively speaking, it was not a good story.
3: Yeah, I can agree with that.
0: Mm-hmm. I do like the "Let's Fly"
1: tagline. So, the what for Michael? The "Let's Fly." That's her catchphrase.
0: Mm. <laughs> you don't like it? It's, it's <laughs> meh. I'm sorry. Make it so is uh, make it so is the epic. It is the goat. Oh, there is nothing is that, that can one, defeat make it so. One,
1: two, three, four, by seven, eight,
0: by by Will Riker with a jazz beat. No. Um, no? <laughs> Patrick Stewart has the most epic "Let's get the fuck out of here" tagline of all time. Okay with the hand Mm -hmm. no can't be it's it's undefeated it's undefeated
2: yeah i think Mm -hmm. the yeah like the two i think the two biggest disappointments for me in this was we spent time the first one is we spent time showing how epic the the sphere data is i mean it's been it's a sphere that's been around for thousands and thousands of years it uploaded itself into Discovery in such a way that it could not be erased. It was like a huge part of their data stores, and then you just made it small.
0: Yeah. Super small.
1: Press the file. You compress the file into like a tiny little mp3 thing here, and yeah. it's supposed to sound great, you know, not to be like a, a music song about albums and mp3s, but that's <laughs> That's what you basically did, he said. We have this massive, like, nice album collection where I can hear, you know, prints or uh Rumors. My mother plays Rumors all the time, and hear that on, you know, speakers and stuff, or I can hear it on my headphones, dropping b- b- around when I'm cleaning and stuff. And it's the same, and it, but it's not. It's not the same. And you, there, it's just I, I'm wondering if the pandemic. Really did affect these last three ep- episodes because I'm not sure when they filmed this.
0: I feel like they, weren't, were they up. weren't they wrapping up filming during the pandemic? They, they were. were wrapping up like January, February. So yeah,
1: uh, so um, they couldn't do reshoots or whatever that whatever they needed to get things done.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and I
2: uh, yeah. Mm but the second in the, the second thing was as much as as much as i would have loved seeing you know I, I love seeing michael burnham burnham in the captain's chair and that's the arc that we were going through eventually she was going to be in the captain's chair i it just the way they did it they they just smashed everything up
3: it's like they had three episodes and they still ran out of time
2: yeah, yeah
1: but the biggest crime for me personally is that lieutenant Saul, the dude that waited for years for somebody to show they gave up him. that was the
0: highlight yes
1: no he was only a lieutenant
0: well he was gonna on... start from somewhere i know but what... given that he's had no official starfleet uh training that's a fucking come up
3: right
1: I
0: don't
1: know. I was like, "Man, you didn't have to make him a captain, but you could have made him a first officer." No, or... he. No, I don't. And I don't he might that.
0: not have even wanted that. He might have just wanted to be a communications officer. But I like he number one that they didn't kill him because I'm like, he must be protected at all costs, and they did.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. you know, first officer is not a rank. First officer is a title. Yeah. He, he couldn't have been a. He couldn't
0: have been a commander. Yeah. Okay.
3: It really would have had to be. You know, it, at least. It, Unless you're on discovery, then you could be. A...
0: Let it out. Let it out, baby. Let it out. It's okay. You're amongst friends.
3: <laughs> Every time I think about it, I get angry. Like, <laughs> you had so many other higher ranked officers, and you gave it to the only reason they. Okay. Um, I love Mary Wiseman. Congratulations on coming out and all that good stuff. Oh, she did? Uh, yes, she is admitted she yes, is. She oh, cool. Um, you know, lover. The only reason she became first officer is because she is in the titles. Wow. If she was, if somebody else would have been in the titles, they would have given it to them. They had to give it to somebody not going to give it to Bryce or Reese or Owo or, or, or Detmer or Nilsson or Isla, who they just introduced out of nowhere. Like, hi. No, they're going to give it to Mary Wiseman, whom again, lover, respecter, good job. Uh, Tilly should not have been a damn ins- uh, uh, the, the first officer. No. Not at all.
0: And Detmer, but, I don't they, think they, they should have given it to her because she is the only person who can really pilot Discovery.
3: True. And plus she's still dealing with PTSD.
0: Yeah. And they weren't going to put two black women in charge because racism, so.
3: And also, <laughs> I keep coming
2: back to Admiral Vance would have tried to put somebody to install somebody on Discovery. I'm sorry. I cannot get over the that. fact
0: that they had a Willa is that was I don't know if that was the person's name on there for exactly one mission and then never again there was never another 31st century person on that ship it made no fucking sense. Yeah. It's, it's like exactly. here's the technology now go do shit. What? You totally would have like put did. somebody on that ship, especially because technically, according to you, they broke the law. The temporal cords by traveling, even though the temporal cords came after them, they are still felons according to the Federation. You totally would have had somebody on that ship the entire time.
2: The most important piece of technology since the burn, mm-hmm. and you just gonna let these folks run around with no eyes on them? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here! In a,
1: I'm a technology that you I just... cannot, the technology can't duplicate. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not even military, and I know that's bullshit i I can't <laughs> get over that.
2: I can't get over that like they they put in their own century, they knew that discovery was competent this discovery saved the federation mm-hmm. and they still put Pike in the captain chair. Mhm mhm. come on.
3: Very questionable command decisions by Captain Calamari. And no, it
0: wasn't. That wasn't Ceru. Well, that um, um, we're, we're talking about the fact that Vans didn't put anybody from the Federation proper on that fucking oh, yeah. ship.
3: Admiral Silverfox fucked up. He should have known better.
0: Oh, a dead with your fine ass. Sorry. The Actually, most important piece of technology
2: they have come across in at least two hundred years no eyes on it Especially
1: considering that they have made vance a very competent, one of the more competent admirals that we've had grace us here if you will Mm -hmm. uh with that whole negotiation and his tit for tat saying you're eating my shit Mm -hmm. in the most lightest terms um him not opening the doors because it's like it's a trap i know it's a trap how is it a trap let me figure out how it's a trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, okay, we're going to let them in, but we're going to have all the guns on their asses. Um, all sorts of stuff. And, you know, he figured out the plan pretty quickly, very confidently. But um, even he kind of knew something was up with the spear data and the figuring out about, you know, Georgia and going to that location, to that planet. I It's just... Yeah, there would have been somebody on Discovery. He would have replaced the, the captain, and Michael. maybe Michael would got popped up back the first officer. But, um, yeah.
2: I mean, the competent thing to do, and, I, and, and, and Joseph, you can correct me, I've never been military. The competent thing to do, in my mind, was to swap half the
0: crew. Yeah.
3: Yes. I would have kept the bridge crew. Yep. Everybody else would have had to have been reassigned that day. Welcome to the welcome back to the Federation. Get off this ship.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to stay part of the Federation, want to stay part of Starfleet, I should say, you are gonna have to go back to school.
2: And you and you give the you 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 keep half the crew for cross training.
3: Yeah, that is it exactly. None of this makes sense
2: because
1: you again, like I said about the whole like the Emerald Chain vessel should have people should have been splat. That's why you would have kept the the discovery crew, the bridge crew, because you don't want people to go splat. And so that's why you had a need for the core crew to be on discovery. That would have made sense. And then everyone else was, you know,
2: new. And you still need half the maintenance staff because you need people. This is technology. they have never seen before. They don't have any records of, you know, you, you, you going to need somebody who knows how to, how to go through, all of the the, the tubes and, and keep keep the thing
0: running. Mm-hmm. So keep, so you keep Jet, and a small compliment with her. But everybody else, like you said, comes off the fucking ship. Yeah, and you put somebody on the bridge. You had they're Book totally. on the bridge. Why the fuck didn't you have someone from the Federation thirty first century on the bridge?
3: Yeah, they called a senior flag uh, not flag officer, senior staff officer on the discovery if for any other reason to help them to help reacclimate them to federation life in the 32nd century
1: you also would have put an ambassador on there too since this is a vessel they can go anywhere so you have been like strategically reforging alliances or getting touch with people and this person is the go-to person to
0: know these things Mm
3: -hmm. that's not about something that that this popped something in my mind That might be, that's probably going to be Saru's role. He's Um, probably going to be an
1: ambassador, yeah.
3: Because he's not going to be the captain anymore. Mm
0: -hmm. Which is bullshit! Hmm? Which I kind of feel is bullshit. I'm not saying he has to be a captain of the Discovery, but he earned his captaincy.
3: He did, yes.
2: And also, if you make him, making him an ambassador doesn't make any sense either because he comes from the 23rd century mm-hmm. yeah that's a hell of a crass course to go through 900 years of history and diplomacy
3: mm-hmm. yeah but you know who knows how what what year they're gonna come back in you know a year or two might have passed so that I don't know this this is this is why I'm not a show writer folks uh...
2: <laughs> it, you know, it, it, yeah, it just—it it, also—it's—it's a, it's a missed for me. It's a missed opportunity because instead of instead of having to manufacture conflict like you did with Burnham and Saru, having a whole complement that is from that century, it's basically Voyager all over again. The conflict creates itself. But right?
1: done right, yeah, of, you have to. It's... I'm sorry, go ahead. Instead of housing the whole Maquis versus Federation conflict after like the first two seasons, you could have continued that conflict of different viewpoints in ethos and ethos and the changing and morality and the perspective. Of two different versions of what the Federation or even what Starfleet should be clashing all the time on that vessel. And it would have been interesting. It would have been fitting with what Discovery's about anyways. So
3: it would have
2: yeah. been fun. And then you would have brought in more characters other than Adira and Grey who are who are unique products of of the new era. And you know, I think Star Star Trek at its base is is really about the ensemble and I have a feeling we're going to get back to that, you know, next season. You know, you you really would have set yourself up for something, I think. You would have set yourself up to go in so many more directions yeah. by doing that.
3: Uh, oh. Yeah, well, you know, they got their work cut out for them because this was, this was, and, and you know, we, like I said, I, I enjoyed the last three episodes, but I will not say that they were top shelf, television. No, but
0: not- I will be fair in this way. Their season slump is better than some people's best seasons. So it what it didn't make it unwatchable, it didn't make it maddening the way Doctor Who's been maddening. It's just uh, it's not up to the quality we expect from Discovery given the quality we've received from Discovery before.
3: Right. Mhm. So they have their work cut out for them for season four yes what y'all gonna do you gotta fix it
2: <laughs> I, I, and I, I still have a lot of faith in them i think I, I i'm leaning on the idea that that we've just had so much disruption in the world that this is what we got um but i, I still have faith in them i still think that they can I, I'm still very much looking forward to season four.
3: Yeah. It's certainly better more looking forward more to season four than I am to season fourteen. <laughs> oh season yeah,
0: is. yeah, yeah. I was like season fourteen. It's gonna be season thirteen, by the way, but yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah What? <whatever.
0: laughs>
3: season what the fuck?
1: <laughs> well, the- The one thing I wish they had not done was I wish they hadn't killed Awkwacyra.
0: Oh, I didn't care. Like they didn't do enough with her in my mind to warrant me wanting her around for longer than they did. I liked that character.
1: I didn't like the Emerald chains as the bad, but I liked that character. That character was competent and very charming. I would love to have seen her build up more of a recurring villain, Mm
0: -hmm. but yes. Yeah. But I'm also not mad yeah. she's gone. <laughs> no, I'm not mad that she's gone. I
1: just I feel that that was a missed opportunity with that particular character. No,
0: you're well, right. You, well, you uh,
1: Stick it
2: around. around. Okay. She could me... have been more like a Garrick role. Yeah. Look, the, the, uh, uh, they or really. Golden um, cut. Um. Yeah. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah.
2: Gold they, Duc- they really. Yeah, golden cut.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Uh-oh. baby. Go ahead.
3: Okay. Uh, They need to just cut out the whole, the leader dies, everybody falls apart trope. That's not realistic.
0: It works in imperial dramas that I watch. It does not work in modern sci-fi.
3: Right. It
0: totally works when you're talking historically and like all the Asian imperial dramas I watch. Yes, that works, you know. Right. Even historical, like Western shows, that works. Modern sci-fi, that does not make sense because you have too many other people who have the same or similar skill set who will yeah. step up and take the lead. Right. And right. you even just... saw that
1: a little bit with the regulators, with the Sakaar,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um going and trying to get after Michael and after the, the bridge crew. Like He picked up the ball and went with it and did it fairly confidently. He's just he was just a little outmaneuvered here, mm-hmm. uh, but you're right. I, it doesn't make sense that if, even though she seemed to have built up some kind of power with Emerald Chain and began coming to advance with his negotiation,
0: her dying doesn't stop the Emerald Chain. Emerald she Chain,
2: said-
0: the Emerald Chain remind in my head, the Emerald Chain is like clusters, clusters with heads. It's it's yeah. like it's like Hydra, yeah. know, right?
2: It's a terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Which means no one (laughs) death like like with Al Qaeda. Osama bin Laden died. You know what didn't stop Al Qaeda? Yeah.
2: Well, she even said that when she was talking to Vance. You know, she said, "Oh, I expended a a a bunch of political capital to get there." Well, if this is an organization where the leader is God, there you don't that God doesn't expend political capital. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What God tells you to do, you do. She
1: also said that, "Hey, we've already been trading with the you know." A starfleet station out here you might have heard of it and we've been doing that for a century now so why don't we just come off this whole anti-capitalism stuff and let's let's start negotiating here right i also think need to build up the whole how the Bajorans became merchants center of merchant things that's very intriguing to me personally to see that cultural development besides the Andorians becoming slavers. Because the Orions were already slavers from the very beginning of Star Trek. So it would be interesting to see how the Andorians, the, the third founding member of the Federation, has fallen for such grace, if you will.
2: The Bajorians is an interesting angle, considering that outside of the wormhole, they really didn't have much to offer anyone. That was the problem going into the show.
1: Yeah. I mean, did courts have such a significant influence on their culture? I mean,
3: I don't know. You got interesting threads there, Star Trek. Actually, pull on them. You can do it, I hope.
0: <laughs> We're rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. How dare you, Sy- <laughs>
3: <laughs> We're all counting on you. Yeah, yeah. Tell me.
2: You know, we can, yeah, I mean, I just think, I I said it, uh, I said it before in an earlier podcast, this is, this was the world building season and they did a mad job at it. And hopefully, hopefully we've gotten over that hump and we're moving forward now. Well, I
1: do have, if we're all wrapping up here, I do have some some Star Trek production news. Cool. Go ahead. So, because of the Rona, it's probably going to be about a year before we see any uh, Star Trek shows. That's fine. Uh, Which is fine. Um, Star Trek Discovery right now is filming season four. Um, They talked about a little bit about it, how everything's all kind of planned out, and they spoke about season five, uh, which originally was supposed to film back-to-back with season four. But um, that might not happen. There might be a bit of a gap or delay, if you will, because of the Rona. But there was an interesting thing with Star Trek Discovery. uh, There is a tide, which was the pomalto, is that how you say it? Pomalto, the second to the last episode of the season. Penultimate. Yes, that's the word. It was the 800th episode of
2: Star Trek on television. Mm. Mm. So
1: that's pretty amazing
2: um jesus christ i've watched a lot of episodes of star trek (laughs) we all have
1: it makes you think (laughs) um for those who are overseas star trek lower decks is now on amazon uk so we can now finally see the glory that is that particular um show (laughs) Uh, season one is up they are still doing like all the voice work for season two for lower decks Uh, That's already been like greenlit and everything's already written. It's just a matter of getting the animation out. Uh, Star Trek Picard starts their production for uh, season two next month. And that's supposed to be back to back with uh, season three. And that's been confirmed. They're trying to hold it. But given I'm in California, given the way the numbers are for COVID in LA, and they've already started shutting down some production for some television and movie shows Mm -hmm. and the governor and the mayor has kind of been pressuring the movie studios to kind of slow that down a little bit. I don't know that February production date is going to hold because uh, they don't film up in Vancouver. They do film that particular show down here in LA. Mm. And LA is
0: um, a hot mess right now. They have almost no ICU beds left.
1: No, they don't. They don't actually. And it's, uh, I'll talk privately about that how that's a big, big personal problem here for me. Um, Paramount Plus is finally officially announced itself. Uh, If you have CPSL access, you've been kind of noticing all the stuff about it. It's officially going to roll out March, 2021. It's supposed to have like some shows like Indiana Jones, I think. It's supposed Hmm, to be a television show. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know how like that is going to go far as new shows are going to go, but basically they're just rolling everything that is Viacom into one thing. And We'll see how that goes. Um, Star Trek Voyager, the 25th documentary, that kind of shut down because of Rona. Uh, they're back up. They have an India Go thing. It's very the same production team that's responsible for um, the Deep Space Nine documentary. They pretty much have most of everything they want done. They just have to do some more interviews, they said, about behind-the-scenes stuff, and just mostly back-end production stuff is the thing that's been um, holding them up because everything is being done remotely because of Rona. And then of course, if you're here in the States about our, our inauguration, you might've seen some of the Bernie means, the Bernie means there's a bunch of Star Trek ones that are very, very hilarious.
0: So <laughs> they, they just put them uh, everywhere. I said they it I said it on Facebook. I ain't mad at Bernie. It was cold yesterday. It tried to snow yesterday. Bernie's like, all these young folks can look good. I'm going to be warm. I was here for
1: it. I was was (laughs) like, that's a practical outfit because Mm -hmm. I am from here, from Cali, and anything below 60, I'm bundling up. So yeah, mittens bundled up. Yeah, I'm I'm with Bernie on that and the practical outfit there.
0: And apparently (laughs) that was all representative of Vermont. The mittens were from a teacher in Vermont. The coat is produced in Vermont. So hey- I loved it,
3: but yeah, yeah he, but do the, lo- the, he do look—he do look like an old gran-
0: he do look like an old grandma sitting. In <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at Bernie. He's like, I am in my 80s. Y'all can fuck off. <laughs> so,
1: I mean, I believe if I'm not mistaken, there was a president that got like ammonia from being out doing inauguration speeches. So I'm not, I'm not mad at him. And just, I was just laughing at the timeline and seeing some of the Star Trek stuff. They put them as like Q coming out of the at the card, you know, beaming here, beaming there. It was just, you know, memes are all over the place. But if you're all interested and you need some little bit of joy, the Star Trek burning memes, they actually put it on the, the Star Trek.com website. So enjoy. And that's it for the production news. It's gonna be a while, y'all. Um I'm gonna rewatch shows, episodes here and there, but it's gonna, it's gonna be about a year. Before we see
2: anything. Wow, I just looked up the Indiana Jones thing and yeah, that is surprising. I mean, it makes sense. Cause this is the this has always been the screwy thing about like consolidating and running these streaming services. You know, you may own IPs, but you may not own the rights to the products created by those IPs. Mm-hmm. But yeah i would not have thought if there was a, a new indiana jones tv show would be on on paramount i would have said it would have been on disney plus that is
0: nah. very interesting really because it I was thought that I thing didn't... too it's I thought... a lucasfilm property it's a oh, lucasfilm property Oh yeah what but is
2: like what... the the video game that, that bethesda is working on is through lucas is is the rebranded lucasfilm game division which
1: disney owns
2: and the movie that's come the new indiana jones movie that's coming out with parent with uh harrison ford
0: you're right it's through disney dis no disney owns the rights okay hold on found it hold on hold on hold on hold on hold do, do, on do, do, do.
1: i think the television one might have to do about the television series rights from years ago with um i forgot who the actor
0: young was the young yes i love that series
2: which i love that show
0: yeah and so i've always that- Okay, so here it is. Um, Do Lucas wrote The Adventures of Indiana Smith, blah, 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 Spielberg told Lucas he was interested in making a Font Bond film, blah, blah, blah. Um, Spielberg and Lucas made a deal with Paramount Pictures for five Indiana Jones films. So that will explain why the movies are going to be on Paramount. Um, but when did Disney get it?
2: Jay only did four of, so the fifth one would be the one Lucasfilm is working on. Okay.
0: The Walt Disney Indiana. Company has owned Indiana Jones intellectual property since its acquisition of Lucasfilm, the series production company.
3: Um hmm. one
0: possibility. No Siri, that- shut up. Okay. <laughs> oh wow, okay. That is interesting.
2: But it also answers the question like a- as to why Indiana Jones is not on Disney Plus.
0: Right. right. But are we sure that what's coming to Pete Paramount isn't just the Paramount movies? Are we sure it's an actual series coming to Paramount?
3: According I mean, to I Variety. Indiana Jones Chronicles is coming to Paramount Plus.
0: Hmm. According to Variety.
2: Uh, according to Variety, there's a new series. Okay.
3: That's
2: wow
1: that's where I'm getting my information is from variety was that there was going to be a new Indiana Jones television series
3: trust them trust them before we trust anybody else yeah. yeah
1: that's why I, that's why I mentioned it um but it, it's be interesting to see what's what's coming on and what's going out um so if you're in you're like I only got CBS access for Star Trek, well, maybe you want to hold off a little bit before canceling because there's a bunch of stuff there now and there might be some more stuff coming soon onto that particular platform.
2: Plus it's and, gonna be Nickelodeon and BET and all of the different Viacom platforms. So there's there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of content that you wouldn't that I think a a, a casual person wouldn't think would belong on Paramount that actually does.
1: Plus, older television shows are on there. Um, so if there's a series that you really enjoyed or loved from back in the day or something like that, you can watch. Uh, so they have a pretty good library, I would say, on there versus some versus something like The Peacock, I think is more interesting for me personally than um, some of these other streaming services that are trying to come out here.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I've been in, I've been on Peacock once, really for for an extended period once. I watched um Brave New World, which was actually not that bad. Um But yeah, I've I've had no reason to go back.
1: I only saw the Psych2 movie and that was it. <laughs> so I I've personally have been... not been
2: back. But yeah, this is streaming, you know, all these streaming services that the it's so interesting to watch the rights go through that whole weird things like for instance uh animaniacs is back but it's not on um it's not on hbl max it's on hulu which is owned by disney
0: can we talk about the fact that i tried watching that first episode and i was sad because it wasn't funny the way it used to be but i can watch the old episodes and crack the fuck up
1: I was the same boat as you, but I realized that I really didn't like the Animaniacs as much as I like the shows that came from the Animaniacs. Like Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. And that's the
0: funny part. Pinky and the Brain skit in that first episode was good. Yes. But the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister?
2: They were the glue. Um, I I liked Pinky and the Brain. I liked Good Feathers. I, I didn't think that they would bring Good Feathers back because like...
0: We are. We live in very weird times.
2: Well, also, nobody's gonna get that no. if you're like if, you, yeah, if you're that person, you're that. yeah. That was
0: a very time specific joke. Yeah, that was a time specific joke.
2: Yeah, yeah. But yeah,
0: yes. I didn't.
1: Go
2: ahead. I didn't make it through the first episode because I put it on for my niece, and my niece is three, so she has no attention span, and. <laughs> She watched, she listened to some of the songs and they were kind of catchy and then she was like, okay, but can we watch, um, you know, can we watch Sesame Street or something? You know, (laughs) it just, it just didn't hold her. So I, I, and I never went back.
0: Yeah. Anyway, any final thoughts before we wrap this up for the evening?
3: Nope. I think I've said everything I need to say.
0: Okay. So thanks for joining us this season to review Discovery. Uh, we'll be back when we're back guys um and you can find us at the mtrnetwork.net and all that that entails say good night everyone
3: good night good night